0: We needed to pot again because there was too much going on. First order of business. (laughs) Is that how you say it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm having a bit of a Taco Bell rush or something.
0: Like in a good way. I don't know. I feel a bit bit manic, to
1: be honest. Yeah, but I didn't even have a full strength Pepsi. I had a Pepsi Max.
0: That Pepsi Max smacked as well. It kind of tastes like a zoopy duper. And I'm like a Coca Cola girl, actually. That is a good segue into the number plate that we saw whilst driving to Taco Bell. We're really living the suburban dream out here, guys.
1: Which Taco Bell was that, technically?
0: Oh, like, fucking deep suburban Taco Bell. I don't want to, like, dox myself.
1: (laughs) I mean, come on, let's just get into it, was it?
0: Anyway, the fucking number plate, though... On
1: the way to Frankston...
0: No, it wasn't on the way to Frankston. What are you talking about? Well, keep keep them guessing. Anyways, it was on the way to fucking Kath and Kim. I'll say that. And the real ones know. The point is that we saw a number plate and it said Coke 69. Coke 69. (laughs) But the fuck thing about this number plate was that like the car that was driving with this number plate attached to it, I don't know what that means, but it was just like going all over the place. Like, I don't know. They were up to no good.
1: Yeah. I was, well, I'm
0: speculating wildly, but, like, there was Coke like... Coke
1: 69, like, that lifestyle is very one and the same. And they did live both of those lifestyles is...
0: Yeah, yeah. It's
1: pretty, like, legendary.
0: These are the suburban landscapes that we see. It's
1: not the most riveting stuff, but it, yeah. is, it is at the same time.
0: <laughs> You've never had a suburban upbringing, so, like, you don't... This is all new
1: to you. Sort um, of my own suburbial
0: yeah like Byron more like a rural town with a beach attached yeah but that's like su- the suburbs with a beach attached it's a little bit different though it's riveting stuff like you said
1: but I I mean the Taco Bell adventure was worth it I think.
0: yeah it, I mean in some ways I could have closed my eyes and I was back in Hollywood. I remember going to the Taco Bell in Hollywood with my cousin Maribel, and that was a whole other kind of experience. Something about Australian produce is just so, like, it's such good quality that even the worst food still tastes pretty good in comparison to, like, junk food elsewhere. Yeah. But yeah, LA, it was giving me LA, giving me Hollywood.
1: And free refills, which is, that was bringing a little slice of America to Australia, which is kind of disturbing. I'm just...
0: yeah. I mean, also because next door was a Carl's Jr. And it's interesting with like... I
1: haven't had that yet.
0: Yeah, either have I. But it's like more and more you start to see things around the world just feel homogenous. Yeah, um, it's,
1: yeah, it's really strange. And they all have like all the fast food places now are starting to have this kind of boxy wooden exterior.
0: Yeah, they're going for this premium like flame grilled thing. I talked to my sister about this once when we were at like a Hungry Jack's or as other people would know around the world it is Burger King. And it's giving this like flame, they're really leaning into the flame grilled thing. And then KFC more recently has also gone for this aesthetic. So I, I don't know what we're going for here, but again, through our travels in the last year, I think I've noticed everywhere you go in the world kind of, it's starting to look very, very same same.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, fast food, I guess that's the whole thing. They want it to be the same mm. throughout every country, especially McDonald's. Mm. A fry here tastes like a fry there.
0: No, not really though.
1: Australia does just have the best ingredients.
0: Yeah, we really do. Like some, yeah, there's some trash out there for sure. Anyways, more important news um, than what's going on in the suburbs is Pharrell Williams has been appointed creative director at Louis Vuitton. Yeah, kind of finally filling the role, and not that it's possible to fill the role, but taking like picking up where Virgil Abloh left off, RIP. I think this is a really good move from Louis Vuitton. What I think is great about it is Pharrell has a legacy in fashion. There's a lot of brands that have been putting, you know, they really like bank on the the celebrity of people when they give them these kind of titles and it doesn't quite add up. Like sometimes I feel like they'll get a, like I'm trying to think of an example, but, you know, an artist gets put into this position, maybe they don't really have a legacy in fashion and it's like you really just like, going on the clout of that person it feels like those brand deals where you kind of just like slap name here slap brand there an example of that is like everyone working with Futura which was cool at first like you know I've worked on campaigns with Futura like I've seen all of these different brands kind of doing that thing but at some point it was just like oh god Futura is in another brand campaign I think with like a creative director you kind of have to have a bit more Meet to it all because, like, you know, you're really trusting this person with your vision. They're really like getting thrown around the media, and you really have to make a statement. I think over the years, Pharrell's kind of proved himself to be like a fashion icon. I'd have a lot of respect for the fashion industry and have a lot of respect from fashion lovers across all different kinds of art forms and, and culture. I, it's a really strong play. I also think he'll keep that like playfulness that Virgil like really brought a playful energy to Louis Vuitton, brought a lot of color like with his gradient work, all these different pieces that he had. I mean, we went to the um, exhibition in Brooklyn
1: hmm. The Virgil one.
0: Yeah, and, like, you know, seeing all his body work together, not just his work with Louis Vuitton, but with Off-White and, like, Pyrex and all his Nike stuff, like, you could really see, like, a vision. And I remember they did a Louis Vuitton pop-up. I found Sally was working for Louis Vuitton at the time, but, like, we went to that pop-up in Sydney. And, like, yeah, again, seeing his work holistically, it just, like, it felt like a creative
1: director and
0: their body of work. And I feel like I can see that with Pharrell.
1: Yeah, and he seems to be willing he seems a little less rebellious than Virgil at well, I this I mean, yeah he's I more think willing that's, to yeah, play play ball
0: and I also think like you know you, there were co- rumors obviously like things have kind of changed since that time but there were those rumors about whether it would be Kanye West and I think obviously seeing how things came to be with like Gap and Adidas and everything with all of his antics and weird shit going on like that clearly wasn't going to happen. So I think I kind of completely forgot about the conversation about where Louis Vuitton would kind of get passed along to. So Pharrell is a very safe option from a brand perspective. I think he's just like got a great reputation
1: across the board. Well, that a given that they would go for someone in the hip hop realm.
0: It feels like they were headed in a good direction. And like to work with someone adjacent makes sense. Yeah. I don't know that it was like, let's get someone in music will get someone from, like, a similar cultural, you know, world. But, like, I hate to use the word synergy, but it feels like there is some of that with Virgil and Pharrell. Mm. Just in terms of, like, impact. And, like, he's a pretty safe choice, but it's still, like, bold. Yeah, I, I mean,
1: he's still... He's almost, like, gets in the mind of, like, a child. He's got that very childish element to his everything he does, which I think is cool. Which he He's
0: can... also a trailblazer, though. Like, don't forget, like, Tyler is such a fashion icon but like one of his fashion icons is Pharrell it's really interesting actually because we were looking at the Grammys outfits recently and I remember you were saying that like Pharrell's outfit was one of your favorites and I remember looking at the outfit at first glance I thought it was a LV monogram like a debossed kind of monogram looking leather outfit but actually it just looked like a Chesterfield but I remember thinking oh that kind of looks like it could be LV monogram it wasn't it could be LV I don't know what brand it was but like it's just interesting that, like, this is kind of where that went. Because, again, I can see that colour blocking being yeah. something that he does. You know, don't that... forget when he had the big happy hat,
1: you know, like, he's... What's the thing? He's had all these... Was that an Easter egg, maybe, do you think, alluding to it? I don't know. Like, it, it wasn't obviously direct, but I'm like...
0: I don't know. But I do... It would have
1: been cool if he had announced... If they had announced it before the Grammys and then he could have come with, like, mm. the first fit of the, you know, of the partnership.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how he takes things. Like, is he going to lead into, like, because, you know, (laughs) Rell's whole thing, he's such a, like, alien. Like, he's, like, obsessed with aliens. I can't remember who it was that went to high school with him. There was an interview somewhere where they were, like, yeah, he was always into freaky shit, like aliens and stuff. Yeah. Like the Star Trek shit. I wonder if he'll take it really future or if he'll, like, do, like, a Dapper Dan, like, do a classic, you know, nod to the past. I don't know.
1: Sure, he goes in like the Murakami, I yeah, like it for. kind
0: of, that's where I do see, like, it's already kind of in existence yeah. because there's such a crossover between like Pharrell and like Japanese streetwear and style. Yeah. I mean, if they really want to get uh, crazy with it, they could do like a Gwen Stefani, Pharrell, Murakami <laughs> LV collection.
1: Yeah, really. Make, Wait, keep, was keep Goy- it? 100% in, like yeah.
0: <laughs> Wait, was it, is Pharrell and Gwen both on the voice together or something? Am I might make X Factor or some shit? I don't know why.
1: Again, something's happened Wait, between. They've made no, music.
0: It, no, it's because of the, the song Which that song? was with Pharrell. Bananas. Exactly. I'm like, I knew there was some reason, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. See how we're going into like.
1: This all is starting. Yeah, Japan is the recurring theme.
0: Yeah, I mean, let's see what statements Pharrell brings to press because um, Gwen's yeah, I love her, bless her, but what is she talking about?
1: I don't know if Ferrell's even done a statement yet. He just launched his own like resell platform where he sold all of his own jewellery. That's kind of and like, like um stuff that he like, but it was I think he has plans to like get other people on the on the platform, but it started off with like him just selling some of his cool shit. Which
0: is yeah, that's like Steve Lacey. Steve Lacey has his own little like website that he? he would sell yeah. Huh. I can't remember the name of it. set so that Instagram. Is
1: it Instagram. No. No,
0: Harry. No, don't be dumb. Anyways, uh, yeah, yeah, he would sell stuff on his own website. I can't remember the name. It's like the name escapes me, but it's. This is pretty bad habit. Yeah, pretty bad habit. Yeah, he doesn't have
1: that shit anymore. No, nah, sure. no, nah,
0: he doesn't need to he do doesn't. that shit anymore. He's not trying to like make a cheeky resale bag
1: anymore. No, he's got his Steve, bad habit. Steve's got his own. He's got his bad habits. <laughs> Bad eat. Habit bad, so Habit. Bad Habit. So
0: that's pretty exciting.
1: Pharrell Williams Resell Store. Let's get that name up. Jupiter, but with two O's instead of a U. It well, looks very elegant. I don't... You don't like the logo? <laughs>
0: no, it's just because it makes me think
1: of Jupe the perfume, like that fuckboy perfume. Oh my God. No, it literally, literally says the same... Jupe.
0: That's what I'm saying. Oh if there was an exclamation mark there, I'm like, is this intentional? Is.
1: Dude, that's great. O P I T E R this is that's what well, I'm look saying. at the stuff he's selling. Like he's selling a gold plated. Holy shit. Gold plated Blackberry. Forty five thousand dollars. Yeah. What else has he sold in here?
0: Yeah, buy yourself something nice post Valentine's Day.
1: Looking for the most expensive piece. Oh shit. Farrelly Williams, Jacob and Co. N E R D pendant chain. Yeah, two million. Pretty, two billion. Two million.
0: Oh yeah, two million. That's that's that a, one.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool though. I don't know what those links are called.
0: They look like um nutri
1: yeah, a little NutriGrain links. What else? That's the most expensive thing I've seen so far. Yeah, that's pretty wild. He's got.
0: I feel like Tyler should just buy that right now.
1: He probably did. Is it sold? Oh, he's selling grills. Pretty good price. Twenty-one thousand. A diamond encrusted pair of Oakleys. That looks sick. Sixty-two
0: thousand. Yeah, they do look good. Um, what else is
1: going on? I mean, this is something that happened last week that we went and got fish and chips for lunch just because. And... <laughs> You guys
0: just so you know, this is how we're living.
1: And I, for the first time in maybe, you know, 15 years, got a deep fried Mars bar. Oh, yeah. Fuck the travesty. It's right there. It's right there on the middle. You
0: know what? The last time I recall getting something like this was at Papaya King, where we got a deep fried Oreo maybe yeah. in like 2015, and fire.
1: 2016. Fire.
0: And like, Papaya King's not around anymore, is it?
1: No. I haven't got a defro Mars bus since I was in high school and there was one place in Lennox that would let you, I think you could bring it and they would just dip it in for you and mm. then charge like a dollar or something. This is pre-inflation. Yeah, yeah, era. that wouldn't happen anymore. But anyway, I ordered it from this place. We got our regular fish and chip order, which was, you know, good. This is a good place. Try to shout it out? No, you're gonna have to find. No,
0: I told you. Stop trying to
1: dox us. Let's yeah, find go. your own.
0: <laughs> Don't give away the plot. So,
1: and then on this day, I was feeling particularly cheeky, and I was like, "I'm going to do the deep fried Mars bar today." So I do it, we jump in the car, we sprint off in the car because we don't want to be seen eating these, like, deep-fried yummies. And then we park, we're just eating. I get to the Mars bar and it looks a little bit, like, craggly. Like, it does look a little bit sort of bumpy on the edges. And I bite into it and it's a fucking... I was like, there's a wafer in here. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, you didn't know it
1: first. I bite You're it. you like, I'm, something's
0: wrong. And I'm like, oh,
1: the... I was like, the batter's really, like, it must have, like, had a fold over the batter. And it's, like, chewy. I was like, it doesn't make any sense. you like, this is not logical.
0: you like, there's some nuts in here.
1: Yeah. you like, it's a
0: Snickers. Uh, so I
1: have another bite, and I'm like, is it a Snickers? I was like, no, it's not a Snickers. It's a picnic. <laughs> yeah, look, it's I don't know how that... It's a deep fried picnic. So this, a Mars bar is gooey and, like, stretchy and, like, soft. The picnic is known for its hardness. Like, it's crunchy nuts. I'm just telling you now, a deep fried wafer does not hit it was not good. Yeah, it ruined didn't the it whole mouthfeel. So, you ate
0: it anyway, though.
1: I ate the whole thing, but like, am I going to go back and get another one? Like, I'm not going to.
0: There's nothing I... you can do at that point. You just have to suck it up and eat but it. But this pic-
1: man isn't selling one of these probably a week, like in my head. Maybe, he's, maybe he sells them a lot, but I'm like, it's deep fried Mars bar. Like, you've got two things to nail here. Where did you pluck the picnic for? I have a lot of questions. Have you bought them on special? Is Have you got a selection of like potentially like ready to deep fry chocolate bars and this is the one that i got today like
0: i think what it should do then if that's the case let's just say like whether it's a shortage like you know kind of when there was that whole like farming shortage and suddenly like kfc had coleslaw yeah in the burgers and yeah. zinger burgers Cabbage or whatever. Cabbage, yeah like that kind of shit it's Weird like times. if there's a shortage i think you need to address it they should be saying no longer have mars bars but exactly. we're going to be using picnics dude i would
1: take a moro Like a favorites moro. Yeah,
0: but no one... Where do you even cop a moro except for a fucking favorites bar? But
1: let's say you order a D5 Mars bar and it's not going to be a Mars bar. What do you secretly hope for as the second one? there can't be Snickers what would you be happy with because I was like now that I've had a deep fried picnic is at the bottom of the list it's like, <laughs> a terrible way terrible alternative I don't know
0: because I'm almost like surprisingly considering how trash I am I don't really like a lot of stoner food no that's like, not that's not the question that, no but that, that is that's like I don't really have a lot of range because I don't think I would even order a so deep you would fried do,
1: like a deep fried old gold or
0: something <laughs> wow well, no I literally wouldn't get a deep fried chocolate
1: all right but you're getting one <laughs> okay, and that's the question <laughs> so like I'm telling I'm you to... now Kit Kat Chunky based on this wafer experience is shit so let's just yeah, yeah. I would recommend I wonder
0: I mean it could be interesting to go for something that's more like like a cherry ripe or a bounty where it's like there's mm. not really much to work with it's just deep fried
1: Bronte said I don't think a bounty would go well because it would melt the. I don't actually cocoa. know I don't know if I agree
0: I mean these are things that we have to test
1: but let's go through it so I think cherry ripe would be a vibe I think a flake would disintegrate and not survive the heat.
0: Well, if you think about that deep fried Oreo, it became like a mush. Yeah. So
1: yeah and but the, it has, because it has layers that kind of uh, distinct, I think like a flake would just become melted chocolate. So mm. that kind of would a Twix has another wafer. So scratch that.
0: It doesn't have a wafer. It's a cookie.
1: Oh uh, yeah, true. What's the one? Like, Twix. Yeah. I think you're
0: thinking about timeout.
1: Timeout. Exactly. I think that li- Twix could fuck, be
0: interesting actually.
1: I fuck with all these on their own. So I think wrap's a good one. Was another one that's just like at the top of my head.
0: Well, you said no Snickers. Mars bar. You see,
1: now it's starting, now I'm starting to realize that the reason that it's a deep fried Mars bar is because nothing else really makes sense in the deep fried format. And
0: what about, uh, um, like a Turkish
1: delight? That would be good. I that feel like that young. could be interesting. It'd yeah, be like cream. gooey. A bit ice cream.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I reckon a Turkish delight, you know, the ones, if we're talking Cadbury favorites, oh.
1: boxes, Tim Tam.
0: Yeah. Deep fried
1: Tim Tam. That'd be similar to the Oreo. Do you think I should go back and bring my own bar and say, can you just do this for me?
0: This guy doesn't, he's got one AirPod in, like, uh, this guy's not doing you any favors. He didn't mm. even address the fact that it was a picnic.
1: What do you think he's listening to?
0: I'm not actually sure. Like, it could be classical music or it could be like conspiracy theory, yeah, like a like...
1: Hustle, just like hustle bro podcast. Like he's like, uh, <laughs> he looks like a uni student, just, this is his parents' store and he's just like...
0: Are you serious? No, that's his store. No, it
1: looks like the brother of the girl who works there.
0: No, that's her dad.
1: No, (laughs) That's like her older brother.
0: No way, bro. This guy is like 45 years old and she's like 16. What? This guy's like
1: 19. (laughs)
0: No, he's not. Wow. All right. This is not what we're here to debate.
1: Anyway, uh, Tim Tam. That's kind of it. Cherry wrap, I guess. Turkish delight, I guess. But I think I might have to go back.
0: Nah, I think like... If, if it was a business, if it was a strategic business decision, right, and they're going to be like, all right, we don't have access to Mars bars. Maybe they're getting costed out. Inflation's just gone too crazy or there's a shortage.
1: This place is next to a convenience store.
0: Yeah, but yeah, well, they're not fucking cheap at a convenience store. But I would say that if it is any of those situations, you're better off switching up to Oreos because a packet of Oreos can get down to like one or two dollars. And you'd make a lot more of a yeah. profit. So if he is listening to Hustleberry podcast, maybe you should listen to this one because we've got all the, all the ideas.
1: But then you'd have to give more than one thing because like you're not gonna like one Oreo does not equate to one Mars bar.
0: But is it a whole Mars bar even?
1: You think it's a mini?
0: I wouldn't be surprised if it's a mini. Like maybe we're on the right flow here thinking about favorites because like there's so much batter that like it's I I don't think it's the full size. I can't remember. It's a little bit of a blur anyway let's move away from the mars bar because um i think there's more tropical things that we should be investing our time and energy into See you can't change the fact that you ate a picnic a deep fried picnic so
1: like the you want to talk about this nepotism wiggle i
0: feel like we're never not talking about nepotism these days it's like the talk of the town um but yeah the nepo wiggle i'm very keen to talk about this so uh blue wiggle
1: Original Blue Wiggle.
0: Original Blue Wiggle, Anthony.
1: Yeah. His daughter is now the new Blue Wiggle.
0: So he's paying it forward. I assume she's a blue. Yeah, yeah. No, that was a whole She wouldn't be like another colour. No, no. They should have made her
1: baby blue. That could have
0: been cute. But like, I think that the merch already exists. They've already probably got patents on those colour swatches. And you don't want to have to... Think about the merchandise, right? Like, if you have a blue skivvy, you're going to want to keep that skivvy blue. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, you're not trying to like completely change and reinvent the wheel they've already got the
1: familiarity who are we talking to oh i was speaking to someone (laughs) yesterday and they said that someone they know used to date one of the old new wiggles like one of the new wiggles who's now retired from
0: which wiggle the drummer one
1: the yellow one i think he dated emma the wiggle yeah her yeah so but the person that this person was talking to used to date the guy who, Which one? There was two Wiggles who got together in the...
0: Oh, there's Emma, and then there's the dude the that guy. she was dating. Yeah, so
1: that dude you to The purple date.
0: dude? He replaced Jeff, I think. I don't
1: know if he was purple. Maybe he, he must have been. But yeah, he dated... Someone else. Someone else that my friend was talking about. Mm. But yeah, I think... Also, like, the way that they would have press-released this, like, I just can't... This is literally the more Apatow of the Wiggles now. Like, you can't just...
0: She is, actually. Like, it's almost like Anthony was the Wiggle, right? Because I, I think the most talked about Wiggles has always been Anthony because back in the day he was like clear bachelor of the year or some shit. Like yeah. he was the mum's favorite. He's got
1: that little like grill. Like he was like the
0: little hottie wiggle back in the day. Yeah. And then the other most talk about one was Murray because everyone would see him in around Newtown.
1: Yeah. And he's not really hot. He's just like cool. He's a cool dude.
0: Yeah. No, he wasn't like there's bachelor of the year for the mummies. And then Murray was the man of the peoples. Mm
1: yeah and that still, was still still around yeah. season.
0: and that's the thing so i think that that was the always the talking point and then everyone else is kind of like can't remember the other dude's name and jeff like got replaced already so yeah. you know that's kind of where it's at with the wiggles i think they've had a lot of different wiggles come through now and it's almost like it's starting to get to that point where like you know how every year at, like radio stations such as when i was a student radio person at CN, and like you'd get like one year hosting yeah. And then they'd, you'd have to pay it forward. I remember at uni as well, like, you, they'd have an editorial team for, like, student media and then, like, every year the team would change over. That's the vibe now. It's like yeah. they've changed the Wiggles so many times after not changing them at all for so long.
1: Yeah, it's like the Triple J radio hosts. Yeah. Like they used to be there for, like, 10 years. and Now they probably – the lifespan – I mean, this kind of goes into the modern – like, the modern young worker. Instead of having that 20-year job – you're just circulating through jobs now, which is yeah, not a bad you, thing. I think
0: their average like time span is like two years and it may be even less now. It'd be pretty interesting how, to see how far they take this new way of working. Like soon they're going to have a remote working Wiggle. <laughs> they can probably like <laughs> zoom them in onto the screen. Like that'd be pretty interesting. Well,
1: I'm surprised they don't outsource the Wiggles to just different countries. Like just get packs of Wiggles, you know, like kind of like a, what do you call it? What was that thing? Like a flash mob type approach you know what i mean like like imagine
0: (laughs) like a fran you want them to franchise the wiggles yeah that'd be great
1: like franchise the Wiggles. they get the royalties off the songs because they're like classics Mm, like you don't have to travel it's good for the environment which like (laughs) think about the kids right yeah yeah, and then you have like french wiggles (laughs) irish wiggles like imagine like a cockney like english wiggle like
0: that I won't do the
1: accent, but you can, yeah, you can get yeah, what yeah. I'm saying.
0: You know, I wouldn't, it's kind of like Macca's, right? So you think about McDonald's and you think about like, you know, there different <laughs> places in the world, they have different product McDonald's that you can sit with. And like, you know, the one in like Bali or whatever has like doing prayer hands and like, there's all these different ones
1: that are like yeah, different. All, that would be the risk they would take. They would start mutating into their own sort of, they would start bringing in some weird, like, you know, good, good. Cultural nuance is what I will call it, and Tradition, But it's when it doesn't quite make sense with the original recipe. It's sort of like, oh, it's like the I think it wouldn't...
0: the, The thing that probably wouldn't always work is, like, some things, like, let's say lyrics, may not translate really well in other languages. Like, if you think... I don't know what... It could be offensive in another culture to be, like, fruit salad, yummy, yummy, in their language. Yeah. Could be taken the wrong way. But
1: I do agree, like... Like, in England, it would be, like sausage and black pudding yummy yummy or something.
0: <laughs> <Yuck>. <laughs> well you know, this is the thing, it's like it'd be interesting to see. These are these are great ideas and we should be getting a consultancy fee, actually. So if any of the Wiggles team is listening, you want to get I like, think the Wiggles know, throw some ideas around.
1: I actually recently got to like work on a Wiggles event. So that was pretty funny. Yeah, you did see behind the scenes. I got employed to work on the setup of the Wiggles at the Rod Laver arena and pre-tennis. The court wasn't down yet. Mm. And I saw, I saw how they make it. I saw how they make the sausage. And it was weird. Like I saw Dorothy's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry. block. Like, (laughs) don't let your kids listen to this. I saw the Dorothy the dinosaur outfit, just like hanging there, like in a box. And then I saw the car, like the car rocked up.
0: Oh really? The big red car. Was it driving?
1: It was strapped. It was kind of like, you (laughs) know, when someone like breaks, you know, in the movies where they like break, all their bones and they've got to wear that like neck yeah yeah or, like um what's the, it the halo the, yeah yeah it sort of like had that type of frame around it and it was <laughs> it kind of got like rolled in in a box like an open box so, open like, casket was, like, an open casket. but you got to see it
0: what how many that? different skivvies were turtlenecks
1: it was less skivvies and more like i saw like the pirate outfit it was the ones mm-hmm. that have a lot of flair like you really had to they sort of popped out of the box and then i was kind of part of the rigging team but not in a heavy way, but this guy, kind of like this pretty, like, cocky, like, suave dude was just, like, you know, fucking around, but, like, really good at doing lights, and sort of clearly everyone's, like, favorite, he's just, like, bantering with everyone, and anyway, they're, like, so, what was it like? He's, like, oh, what, like, me being on big brother, and they're, like, yeah, what was it like, what was it like? He's, like, so this dude, it's like, coincidence, that this dude, this, like, hot rigging guy, like, he spent... I think he's already done three months on the new big brother. So they're actually elongating the Australian big brother to three months again. Mm. So that's a little on the ground spoiler that like, I could probably like send this to like who weekly or daily mail. Yeah. They'd probably publish it. But he was like, they were like they're like, like, Oh, why, what? what happened? What happened? They're like, he's like, yeah, you know, like they made me the villain. And I just like leaned into it and just told this girl that I love her. And then like voted her out the next night. So watch out. I know exactly what it looks like. And if yeah, you want to yeah. know, I'll just say he's got tats and, be, and really shiny teeth.
0: All right. Look out for the shiny teeth and the tats.
1: Yeah. Um, a very cocky dude.
0: And cocky energy.
1: And if he sort of talks about rigging, that's him.
0: Yeah, that's the tell. If he talks about rigging, Which if he will. does any kind of, like, rigging... There'll be, like,
1: a lot of rig jokes, because yeah, he has Yeah, yeah, and he might be, like, climbing
0: like, things. Yeah. Like, if you see a dude on Big Brother that's, like, climbing and scaling things...
1: Yeah, parkour. If you see, like, a parkour <laughs> dude. But, yeah, that was my Wiggles experience. Back to the original Wiggle conversation. I'm not stoked about this Nepo Wiggle. Like, I just don't. Once again, I'm just, like, really... And it's the way that they're just so, like, they're grinning, and it's like, keep it in the family. And I'm like, what about another up-and-coming entertainer? Like, we're just going to...
0: Look, I'm I'm in two minds about the Nepo Wiggle, because in a lot of ways, it's, like, the sweetest thing, you know? Like, he is the Bachelor of the Year 1993, or whatever year it was, for Cleo Bachelor of the Year. Like, the story, if we're talking spin, and we're talking PR, press release, whatever everything's there it's like he passes it like daddy's little girl passes it down to his daughter and then like you know she was the fan it's almost like he was doing it for her you know the Maggie Simpson on Homer's desk or whatever it's like did it for her and now she can do it for the next gen you know what I mean and I'm like I get that what would have been more effective though is if they all had a kid they could pass it down to and that would have been a much sweeter story yeah it's now that I think it's all getting a bit confusing because I'm like, what kind of worked with the Wiggles for me was that it was like, they all kind of seemed like a band, you know, like they were kind of all within the same age range. They were all kind of like the same dude wearing different colored skivvies. Like it kind of made sense almost like mm. in a weird way yeah, yeah, you I were watching you. a like, cause they were a band, you know, they were the cockroaches or whatever. It's almost yeah. like you could imagine them they're like brockhampton you know they're like in their little band house and they're like doing their thing making their songs it was very wholesome and now it's like become i don't know it it feels like there's
1: like multiple shapes and sizes and age like everyone just looks like the height difference is like insane
0: yeah like it's not as like cohesive in terms of like if you if i'm like okay i'm pov i'm a child and i'm watching these performers and i'm like well what is this I've never seen this situation.
1: But in saying that, kids have no idea what's going on. Yeah, but, like,
0: just as just bear with me. Let me get get through this POV. But, like, I'm a kid, and you're like, listen to this band. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? You know, they're not – what are they? You know, I'm like – Yeah. What are they? Like, they're not a family. They're not best friends. Yeah. Like, how did these people meet? And then suddenly it's almost like you keep – like you know, let's just give some respect to the children to assume that they have. We'll figure out what the fuck's going on, and it's
1: like. But you know how kids just make up their own shit. Like that. Like, what are you making up That almost doesn't make. That almost doesn't affect them because. I don't know. Kids, I feel like I've
0: I'm I've, I've always been suspicious. Kids as a child. think that
1: like. The belly button is involved in like sex, you know, so it's like,
0: mm, No, nah, I don't know. Kids are kind maybe, of ir-
1: thinking irrational thoughts, already.
0: maybe in maybe the I do. You that's was that's hay. Everyone thinks. I
1: remember my primary school teacher was like, when I was a kid, I used to think that peeing in the belly button was what made people pregnant, and we were like,
0: ha. <sighs> See, I watched the Cabbage Patch Christmas movie at a young age, so I didn't have any confusion. It was either the stork or they were born in the Cabbage Patch. <laughs> the so, stork. That was what the COVID-19 Christmas movie taught me. But anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the random assortment of wiggles where I'm like, I don't like, you know, I'm trying to think about it as a child and be like, who the fuck is this miscellaneous crew of people? Yeah. Why are they dancing and singing together? And I'm like, I get from like a diverse group of people. You're like, oh yeah, they just, um, like, I, I don't know, just give me some situations, some parameters here. I'm like, where did this like young girl meet this dad character and meet this like teenager and like where is this happening other than church well, you know that's, I mean? yeah. like i'm kind of like i don't know what environment these people came together whereas like i really understood what the fuck the original wiggles were it made sense on the most basic level but then again i guess if you're like who the fuck is that dinosaur and That pirate? <laughs> and what's going on with that car like i guess nothing makes sense
1: that's nothing makes sense but you know there's the weirdest weirdest part is that they are just four dudes so it probably makes more sense that they're (laughs) a mix of like women and old and young and like you know it's it's like yeah once you once you're starting out once there's dinosaurs and pirates in the mix you start you kind of go why are there's four (laughs) dudes over there like what do they have to (laughs) do actually like if anything it's the pov of the parent who are like you know what i mean the classic kind of goodest boy, white guy, parent, like white dad. I mean,
0: to me, like, I'm just going to be real here as well. I like didn't grow up with the Wiggles in like that way. I kind of just, I was just there and I never was like about it. And I was definitely too old for this, but like when high five came into the mix, that was the one for me. I have younger siblings and like, I kind of, that was something we engaged with together because I was like, these guys are cool i like their style i like that they're showing younger children how to like fucking dress themselves and like look good and their songs are a bit more like teen friendly like it was just all felt a lot more relevant and they were the ones it didn't really last because similar to what's happening with the biggles now is once kathleen the fellow one left she married the other guy from savage garden
1: oh true yeah so she was i don't even know the other guy's
0: name um, there's darren hayes and then there's daniel producer? or something i can't remember but anyways, she married him i don't know if they're still together but like after that it was kind of like what's her name kathleen trust me i know like there was not re- much representation for filipinos on yeah, tv it was like that I was and,
1: like chin
0: yeah lilin chin if and we talking
1: then, like, like early 2000s yeah like
0: lilin chin was the goat and then like She's still alive. Yeah, the yeah, girl sure. from Liftoff, actually. There was one Asian girl on Liftoff that kind of, I feel like there was stages in my life where we looked similar, and I loved that show. So um, there was her. You know, I was really slim pickings back in the day. Leland Chin um,
1: was the wildest looking, like, the hair was just like this kind she's of. She's a star like,
0: icon. Her glasses, you know, her glasses game.
1: Damn, they don't, like, we need another Leland Chin. There is that woman on ABC. Oh, man,
0: yeah, she's, she's cool. Fresh. The um, Bond villain.
1: Yeah, she's cool looking.
0: Yeah, she looks like an 80s Bond villain. Love her. But anyways, yeah, Nepo Baby. I, I think I'm, like, here for it. It doesn't quite... Quite. It doesn't quite make sense because they didn't all do it. But, like, I, I think there's a good story there and she seems genuine about it. And also, like, fair enough. I'm thinking about him and I'm like, yeah, keep it in the fan. Like, that,
1: they make a lot of money. Yeah, look, you can't not love the story. It's just that... It's very wholesome. You know, it's just another example of it where you're like, well, well, well. Yeah,
0: like, I guess in a lot of ways, the Blue Wiggle, like Anthony Wiggle and his daughter, uh, Judd Apatow and Maud Apatow of Australia. So we're calling it. Big facts. It is what it is. And we are living in a world where we are now post-Wiggles. Are we now into, like, Wiggles Jr.? Like, I, I, is everyone... How many more of the original crew need to go till it's a fresh
1: start? I, I don't think they're planning to leave. It's like, there's no. It's it's only going to end when they die. You know what I mean? Or like fully retire? Yeah, but like,
0: how many till there's a full new generation?
1: There would be enough now. It's just that, to be honest, I think they can even. No,
0: I mean, like, how many are still there from the original gang
1: in the in band? Wiggles? What well, so I mean? It's like I think. They kind of, like, come and go, like, I think sometimes all of them, and then, like, when they won the Hottest 100, they conveniently...
0: Oh, yeah, okay, so they kind of just never <laughs> actually retire.
1: No, so, I mean, like, they come and go, kind of, like, I think this is the genius of it, they get to choose. They get to, like, slide on in when they want that Hottest 100 win, which is cursed. Just What about that Falls performance? I can't
0: remember who Yeah, and then, and then it's,
1: like, they get booked as, like, the OG Wiggles, so then they come in when they... It sounds like when they get the fat bag, they just come sailing in again. To be honest, that's I am, what brings. You know, it's numbers.
0: making me question what I really. Jeff know. wakes
1: the fuck up and he yeah. goes, "How much?"
0: Well, this is the crazy thing, right? It's like they've always been there and you've always known them, but what do you actually know about your neighbors? You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those situations where I'm like, do I even know anything about the what the Wiggles
1: world? No, you're not meant to. Like, you know,
0: wasn't there like some other sinister shit? It was either Humphrey B. Bear or like, oh, it was like Fat Cat or something. And there was like this sounds, whole. That
1: sounds. There sucks.
0: was that thing in in adelaide or south australia or something where there was like it was actually some children's performer I, I don't know which one i can't remember if it was fat cat it wasn't humphrey B. bear but anyways it was all like some big sham with like having guns and all kinds of like crazy drugs i like
1: bear in the big blue house
0: you have said that recently so you're cool. about so cool
1: i love that show and i used to love going back to what you're saying about high five is the shack which I don't think you ever saw. But I don't think I know that one. Shout out Nitro. Shout out Picasso. See, I the other two. I had
0: a few shows that I was really into. You know, weirdly, I actually was really into Bananas in Pyjamas. I thought that was a really cool bananas concept. Pajamas. Yeah, like I just love those teddy bears. And like they also had really good style. There was a show, I've mentioned it just before, Lift Liftoff um, with his doll EC. Like that show was really fucking sick, actually. It was on, Um, I think it was on ABC. But that I like show the was the one really cool.
1: with the rats.
0: Oh man, ferals ferals That show was amazing. I really loved Radis and Matichliana. Actually, Mixie the bunny and then Derek the dog. Yeah, that was an amazing show. Good I era. actually bring back a lot of these Muppet-style shows
1: good and the full suits. Yeah. Speaking of childhood, did you ever have those brain liquors when you were a kid? You talk about those a lot. I don't think I did. Yeah, they're like I those, had like push pops. They look like candy. Think of like a deodorant, like a roll-on deodorant, but it was like pure candy. But I think the modern version of that is like a vape. Mm. That's like the adult version of those like brain liquors. Now we're just like everlasting gobstopper vibes. Yeah. Now we're just inhaling. Oh my God. Yeah. That's kind of what a vape is. It's like an everlasting gobstopper. Except it doesn't last forever. But you think they do. When you're in the middle of a good vape, like when it's halfway through its life, you're sort of like, this is never going to end. I
0: feel like it's a bit more like a push pop or a brain liquor. I think we did talk about this the other day, but I'm like another,
1: this is one week one and a bit weeks anniversary of yeah well what i like, off the vape
0: yeah so an, a new thing is i bought a non-nicotine vape to just kind of get through the cravings because i found myself eating a lot more candy and then i went to the dentist and i was like oh fuck. so i've got this non-nicotine vape i'm to be honest it's smacking it hits like just as well i always knew that it wasn't about the nicotine for me it was just about the sweetie but i would say a vape adjacent is actually kombucha
1: yeah like kombucha is like the
0: It's kind of got that same, like, flavour where it's, like, sweet, but it's, like, kind of got that aftertaste. Yeah.
1: Well, I was going to say, what kombucha is to, like, soft drink, vapes out of cigarettes.
0: Yeah, it's, like, a softer version, but is any of it really good for you?
1: Kombucha. I don't know. Is it? I hope so
0: well i mean that's what we've been told but who really knows like i said how well do you know but now you're basically
1: on the kombucha lights with this like non-nicotine
0: yeah is... i'm not mad i did get one that tasted like crayon and it was awful but this one tastes like a this tastes like kombucha so not mad about it i mean i'm pretty proud of us for like actually kicking the habit i hated it from the beginning so i'm happy that i ended up where i thought i should be but yeah i think that's it's a good move it's just stepping in the right direction <laughs>
1: The other big thing that I've been seeing in the last day or so is Emrata. And oh God. <laughs> Emrata and Eric Andre like one like confirmed fucking yeah confirmed eggplant yeah emoji literally. Mhm. They they posted that yeah. I think or maybe he posted. There was some kind of emoji over his dong in yeah. the photo. How do you feel about that? I'm like, just... not just because we knew about this relationship, but now it's like she's like got her full butt out in the pic and it's like posted on the feed yeah and it's they are it's a pretty hot couple but I'm yeah, also but this is the thing it's also like what
0: but you know what it is it's like that is I can't remember where I saw it it was somewhere on Twitter or Reddit or wherever but it was like no this is exactly what real life is like do you know what I mean like it's always the hot girl with a funny guy that's the real trope it's like that's why when people are like oh my god I don't understand this Pete Davidson thing I'm like hello yes you do this is how it really is. Like, I think there's a difference between, you know, hooking up with someone hot and then, like, wifing them or, like, cuffing them or whatever. I think it's, like, you're going to have a happier life with the funny dude than you are with the
1: mimbo. Have you seen the photo? I've seen the photo. On, here I'll give it, I'll let you do a proper zoom in. Like, she's, she's got the full perky butt. Oh, guard. no,
0: I've seen this photo. Don't it's worry. It's a heart.
1: It's a heart with the sparkle on it. Is this her feed? his feet i think
0: but you know what's not surprising about this is he was with rosario dawson before like rosario dawson is also up there like she might not be an levels of like thirst but like she is like a catch like rosario dawson is like goals for a lot of
1: so you're saying he knows what he's doing like you know he knows how to how to do it you
0: know well he dated her it wasn't like he just hooked up with her once and it was in the tabloids like he was like they were a thing like she was out here being like this is my man's and i reckon he's probably a a good catch you know what i mean and also like this is the thing it's not just pete davidson guys it's like it's all over i think people are just kind of done with like you know i think also it's a reflection of how we're kind of as a society i think you know the whole relatability thing (laughs)
1: I just can't believe this photo. Like, he's just fully hanging it all out. Like they both are. This is. But like that seems so real
0: versus like
1: it does. It, uh, it does. That's the thing. It does seem very real. Like you don't. You don't do that unless you're perfectly comfortable to just go for it. Yeah,
0: they look like they're having fun.
1: But he's like got that. Is like the biggest. Like this. This is like one of the biggest photos someone could post on Instagram. Yeah. Like you're naked with Emrod Like. That's, like, shut down the internet. I'm right sorry, then. but, like,
0: you know, who's the inverse couple? To well, them. they're obviously not a couple, but, like, the, this is, like, the fun, I believe, it iconic. <laughs> and then the, ver- the other version that is not fun, not iconic is Trevor Noah and Dua Lipa. Yeah. That's the industry plant version of this whereas this feels real this is what i'm saying it's like this is the real version and then that is the prable version and this is yeah, like
1: well like eric is funny trevor is seems very smart but i don't have yet to see him be like genuinely funny
0: i feel like he's got a really interesting story and he's very clever like you said like i would put him more in the world of like a john oliver or i'd put him in the world of like hassan minaj like i don't yeah. think eric andre is like chaotic yeah he is chaotic funny he's closer to a pete davidson
1: Trevor seems a bit too wise. It's almost like when you're so smart and like well articulated that how do you be funny in that?
0: I don't know that I even think of him as a comedian or like a cultural commentator. But he,
1: uh, he quit The Daily Show to become, to do more stand-up. Like he's, maybe that's what it is. Maybe he's been neutered and he's like needs to get that, yeah, get that probably. freshness back. I could see that. But he's pretty attractive.
0: No, he is attractive. It's not really the question. But Dua,
1: yeah, like Dua and Amrada probably top. Five hottest girls in the world. Yeah, yeah, like they're very beautiful, and I think like top ten. Yeah. But Dua, you
0: know, like thinking about that podcast episode, like Dua is like so pristine, like she's so gated in terms of much like the Wiggles and this whole conversation about do you know your neighbours, like how well do we know Dua Lipa? She really gives you nothing. Yeah, like it's kind of almost like Kendall Jenner levels of like what even are you? Like I can't tell if Dua for? is
1: holding something back for the sake of like. You know, you know when like celebrities don't give you everything, or if that's just her truest self. Like she's just like kind of this pristine kind of human who does like everything, like podcasts, cooking, yeah, she's magazine, a, human rights activist, literally playing you, a thousand shows a year. Like she, she gives me like human. um
0: pageant, pageant daughter energy. of she, just like yeah, kind of just like the. School captain, but also like cheerleader, but also a role you know, like she's a role model.
1: She is missing acting from the resume, it
0: could happen though. I feel she like could, it's she always- could
1: literally be Superwoman, like she has that whole stature, yeah. If yeah, she was I could a good actor,
0: it. I could imagine. I mean, you have to be like, I can't be that hard to like, oh, you know, I guess it could, but like, I well, think it's definitely on the roadmap.
1: Speaking of singers, actually, to react- isn't her
0: sister kind of getting into acting, yeah. or is it modeling?
1: No, she's. We don't need to. She's like in a weird little short movie, and it's it's not good. good.
0: (laughs) That's right. Yeah.
1: But singers being actors, the thing we saw as well was that role model who just hard launched his relationship with Emma Chamberlain is he tried to get the Dominic Fike role in Euphoria yes so there's clearly like musicians becoming actors i didn't think i thought they'd be too introverted but i guess when you're a pop artist it's like you do you just want to perform
0: maddie healy is like begging to be in a in something like isn't phoebe bridges also going to be in that a24 thing
1: yeah yeah i but she's the daughter of a comedian so she's kind of got that yeah but he's
0: the the son of a fucking really famous british actor Yeah. true so, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's inevitable. I think it's not for everybody, but I could definitely see... Like, you know, think about, like, having to remember lines would be similar to remembering lyrics and dance moves. You know, like, I think they're, yeah. they're kind of interchangeable skills. There's also a
1: certain look... Not completely, but, like... There's also a certain look that, like, someone who I don't think could properly, properly act is, like, at The Weeknd. Because he, he looks too much. He's almost, like, too... He looks too individual as The Weeknd. Whereas, like...
0: No, I don't think so. I think about some of the most... Like, Willem Dafoe is really fucking weird looking and... Wait, he's a singer? No. Oh. But I'm saying as an actor, like... True. I could, like... Yeah, but you I... don't
1: know him. You've always known him just as an actor. Like, he's always playing a shape-shifting... He's always a different person. Whereas when you know a singer as, like, the person, it's hard sometimes to, like, shake that off as when you're watching the match. Yeah,
0: I guess so. It depends, though, because, like, he was also in uncut gems playing essentially himself or was he actually playing himself? Yeah,
1: that doesn't count. Like Harry Styles. Did you think he, no, nah, he was, could you see beyond, could you see past,
0: I could see past Harry Styles, but I just thought he was bad.
1: Okay. Whereas in Dunkirk, because, but that's because you think he's cuz act- you can see the acting, right?
0: Yeah. But like I could see the acting, whether he was Harry Styles or not, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he just wasn't
1: good, but in, in Dunkirk,
0: way? he was fine because he didn't really
1: speak. Oh, you didn't think he was good in, um, don't worry, darling. No, he was, he was not good. Huh.
0: He was fine. He was fine when he, he didn't was talk.
1: Fine. Yeah, he was When he
0: didn't talk, he was fine. Like, it's almost like a question of just, did he look good? Because when you put him up next to um, Austin Butler, as an example, yeah. playing Elvis, like, there's a clear difference between who's actually good at this and who's not. Yeah. Like, it's almost like...
1: It was almost as bad as his Grammy's performance. Did you watch that? No, I didn't watch it. <sighs> it was bad. Apparently, their circular stage, which was spinning went the other direction oh god that's not good the other direction i get it yeah yeah
0: (laughs) anyways oh yeah okay gq like hard launch of emma chamberlain and role model look we've been knowing that this is a thing i've been suspicious of him of course like always wanting to protect my chain but i was a bit suspicious of him kind of obviously entering the picture i'm like as an emerging artist i was kind of like what is what is this clout chase and then it's kind of been happening over time and i feel like they have fallen into what seems like a couple in their 30s now with this like hard launch via gq hype or whatever they knew like i'm assuming this is like a digital gen z friendly publication is that just a picture because i was like i don't know if this is like a cover story for some kind of digital mag or something but i don't know i'm just kind of trying to understand like why now like why are they hard launching now was there money involved is there some kind of well, it was, B, it was
1: Valentine's Day when they announced. Yeah,
0: it. but aside from the Valentine's Day, like you know, this is the thing. It's like I feel like they talked so openly about wanting to be this like quite private couple, yeah. and I think they have done such a good job at it. But, like, you're wondering obviously... why?
1: Why would you even announce? Yeah, because so it's kind publicly. of like that kiss of death, you know? Why like... would you do that? I, I actually don't know why.
0: I don't know because you think about the Rihanna, I think getting on the Super Bowl because you want to announce the baby yeah. and obviously like promote Fenty or whatever else. It's like there's usually if you're doing PR. There's usually an agenda. There's something going on that they would need to do this unless they just need the validation to be a couple that exists, which I don't really understand.
1: I do. I guess the one thing I'd say is that I think there's an element of it taking the power away from anyone who's trying to kind of break, like speculate or, you know, break the story or something. It's like Mm. they can just be... It's almost like once you've announced... I've noticed when like politicians or even like celebrities will do this, they just... Even the Emirata thing, it's like them just... Owning it themselves doesn't it means no one else can do anything about it. It's like, yeah, like if someone's going to be like, oh, heard you dating, blah, blah, they're going to be like, yeah, dude, it's on the internet. Like, we Yeah, so I it's guess like that makes sense. Kind of, I guess, takes away the anxiety of being sprung for some, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I mean, have... it's been a
0: long time coming, but yeah, it is a bit of a kiss of death. Let's just not forget, like, very public couples. Sometimes you think about Sweetie and Quavo, you think about. Lee Carlson and Jesse Rutherford. I mean, now he's with Billie Eilish, but like, I don't know. It can be, it can draw unnecessary attention unless that's what they're wanting. But I am questioning why now. Yeah.
1: They're all booed up. Everyone's got a partner apparently. Yeah. I don't know. I
0: mean, I guess in this, in this climate, um, maybe that's what people need.
1: I don't really know what GQ hype. All they say is GQ hype. It's the big story of right now. And then that's all it says and then
0: maybe it's an exclusive kind of story just for like breaking news or something. So other stories
1: in the GQ hype section are Paul Rudd's massive appeal. Finn Wolfhard is ready to get the hell out of Hawkins. This is
0: giving me strong. Like I'm skewing
1: young. Seven young stars poised to take over tennis.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So this is like their Gen (laughs) Z outlet because like there's this thing with like Gen Z where they use this like kind of their YouTube light colors. So there's that purple. It's like a neon purple. There's like a neon pink.
1: Oh yeah, the color. Yeah, the
0: color schemes are like a neon, like YouTube lighting system. You know what I mean? Like it's like a, a vlogger's bedroom color. Yeah. And that's the vibe. So that's what I was getting from it. But um,
1: they don't seem to push out that much content through this kind of vertical though, which is interesting. Or I mean,
0: maybe this is the launch. Maybe this is a hard launch for Champion Role Model, and also a hard launch for. GQ hype. I don't know. We need to do a bit more research. Actually, on the Gen Z thing, you made a take the other, thing, pretty hectic take, but not not wrong at the same time. But you were like, Gen Z can't act, and I was like, holy shit. I don't know, man. Like, I'm not saying that no one from Gen Z can act, but I am saying that the question I'm like yet a- to
1: see Gen Z, except Stranger think are they Gen Z? I guess they are technically.
0: Yeah, but they were the ones that started it all. But this is the thing. It's
1: like Gen, the newest Gen Z people don't seem too able. to to act
0: i feel like stranger things original series first series of stranger things was like netflix's first big like moment yeah and then they also had like these young actors and then it was almost like everyone saw that got excited by it and then tried to replicate it so many times yeah and, you know, like, let's not lie. It's not just NZ because i would say generations before when you think about Disney Channel and you think about Nickelodeon and all that shit, child actors have always been kind of bad at acting because they're children, right. but they get better over time.
1: I mean, so the, I mean people, like, the kids in The Sopranos, they don't, they're good actors. I haven't seen, I haven't questioned their acting once.
0: But this is the thing. It's like, it's hard to tell because I'm like, how are people getting their training? Not that it just is about going to school or getting a formal training, but like it's more about the repetition. So like if you're acting a lot, I, would, I assume you would get good at it.
1: Yeah. I I reckon the modern, like, complex and issue is that you're probably being plucked, like, you're being plucked from maybe something you're doing already and then you're not having to go through that rigorous kind of, yes, well, this like is that, no, 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 like, this is like audition the, um, process type thing.
0: They're plucking you from social media. As an example, we just talked about this with Role Model trying to go for that Dominic Fike role in Euphoria. And Euphoria did so much of their, like, casting from Instagram. It's almost like yeah what would have been someone that had gone through a system through theater through acting school yeah. through and
1: then hollywood subsequent auditions like yeah it's like, kind of like that if you get like 10 no's you're almost going to learn through that if you don't yeah. give up you will learn through that whereas if you're just getting plucked because you have a viral tiktok video it's like where's the training coming in
0: and also i think there's a difference like this is the other thing about acting i think there's a really big difference between doing piece to camera self-tapes essentially and posting them to tiktok you know what i mean like versus getting in front of a fucking crew of like 20 people with cameras on you engaging with other actors like it's a whole skill set and i just think maybe that's got something to do with it but i'm not saying yeah i don't think that necessarily it's the statement is that gen z can't act but i'm like
1: that is my statement
0: yeah okay that is your statement (laughs) i'm just like yeah it's Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I mean, I mean I, guys, I, like I said, the um, the
1: kids from that '90s show. Oh, that's just, so bad. That, like that was it's, and we so we watched them, and then we saw a Super Bowl ad, which is kind of it's a hard that's kind of a tough thing to like compare someone to, but there was proper acting happening in the Super Bowl ad by a bunch of kids. Like, how old are these kids? Probably eighteen, seventeen.
0: I don't know that 16. you can call them kids if they're eighteen.
1: Yeah, that's why I said, I think they were actually, like, 16.
0: I still don't think that's a kid, though. That's teen.
1: But, like, young, like, still, like, not adults. You know, they haven't, like, gone through, like...
0: They're not legal, of legal age, by alcohol.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but they haven't had their first heartbreak type thing. You know, they're, like, still, like, fresh. And the acting was just terrible, like, across the board. And I'm like, I think what they're trying to do is, like, emulate something that they've seen or, like, some pastiche... Is that the right word? That they've that they're taking cues from like that 90s show literally have a blueprint of that 70s show. But it's like, there's a fine line between being like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo and being Kelso. Like he doesn't actually talk like, like that's what this guy in that 90s 90s show is talking like. And it's like Kelso doesn't like Ashton Kutcher doesn't sound like that, but he does. I get why you think that, but he actually is charming. Whereas, fucking shaggy from scooby-doo is a literal character like a like caricature caricature and you're now being like scooby
0: it's all very weird yeah i think it's like how what your references are and also like lived experience like it's interesting to think about lived experience though because if you think about like generations before us there was no way to like fast forward that experience like you either did it or you didn't and then over time you could like read about it somewhere and then learn that lesson and now I think it's like you know we've talked about this before where it's like you never do the thing you just constantly watch other people do it so it's almost like if you're trying to bring sincerity into a role it's almost like you're you know on um, Australian Idol or like X Factor or whatever and they're like you didn't have any emotion like someone will come in and sing a song and they'll like have a really technically good voice and then the judges will be like I didn't feel it yeah that's the vibe it's like you're just doing a good by the books performance, but I don't you I believe you. I don't believe you. And you haven't really like,
1: there's no, explore- yeah. to the role. there's no exploration to or like the denial of like getting what you want by saying you're good is them saying you need to work on this. And then you need to have like, look internal and be like, what is it that they're saying, and then you learn. And I think as well, like, with film sets and stuff, they probably have a fraction of the time to even get these shows made. So you don't have and that, a
0: fraction of the budget.
1: So you don't have that time to even sit around and learn and, like, get inspired. You're like, all right, we've got a seven-day window to shoot this whole season, whereas it used to probably be, like, three months.
0: Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of factors playing into it. Um, People are just
1: phoning it in nowadays, and it's like, yeah. you need to give shit time, otherwise that just doesn't make good stuff.
0: I mean, it's also that idea of, you know, the cream rises or whatever. There yeah. are certain actors that I see now that are not going to be around for a long time. It's kind of like I was talking about with Addison Rae making music. I'm like, where the fuck is her another song? It's just a phase for them. It's just a box tick for them. You know, this is when we are always talking about Maud Patel, Like she is that Hollywood for life, much like the Wiggles, the Nepo Wiggle.
1: If you are in it for long, you'll get better. But the childhood actor in you is not great.
0: Yeah. I think it's also like, I don't know at what point this swung in a different direction, but there was a point in Hollywood where like you weren't respected as a child actor, you know, it's like you're a child actor. That's a different Uh, breed. Yeah. Like when you're kind of growing up and they're like, don't take you seriously. Some point we've kind of got into this, like you ever watch the never ending story. Hmm. Or read the book the childlike empress it's like we've got this like leader fucking mentality at the moment with like how marketers or like suits or execs or whatever like people are obsessed with the youth to the point of like putting them on these pedestals right. and it's like gen z know everything they like know the internet like they run the internet like let's give them everything let's put them on a pedestal like let's idolize them and yeah it's kind of gone inverse in a lot of ways where i feel everyone's kind of like bowing down to this like generation that still needs time to like develop and still needs time to grow but like it's a curse and it's a blessing because they've got this spotlight on them and it's like they're getting all this attention but like you know if you look historically as well child actors have a tendency to like fall apart at the seams as they like age up yeah and you know i did watch this thing on the take on youtube about like the disneyfication of like these young actors and like how damning it can be for people like The Miley Cyrus, the Britney Spears, Lindsay Lohan, like all these kind of characters that like really just crumbled over time. I'm like, I can see this happening again because there is a big spotlight and expectation on these young actors that maybe just need a bit more time before they get fucking roasted. Like we're doing right now, you know, like we're saying you can't act and like that can be enough to like turn someone away from that forever. Yeah. But it's like there's no. It's not that
1: they, it's not that young people can't act. It's just that the current crop. I don't think are being dealt with by the right handlers, like the right adults aren't in the room to be like, instead of being an actor, let's turn you into an artist. You know, like acting needs to be an art, not just like a function.
0: Yeah. Well, this is the thing. It's like when you actually like zoom out again, it's like you were saying about budgets are smaller. The timelines are shorter. Yeah. There's no, the like, care. In complete... The intent is just to get the data up. There's no duty of care for, like, these young actors that should be building towards a lifetime career. It's like they're even being treated almost, like, replaceable because yeah. there's so many that they could just go on a TikTok right now and replace you. Yeah. You know, I think it's all just very I think toxic. That's,
1: that's when you look at a Timothy Chalamet you like, that's probably why he's so revered is that he's one of the standout young people who seems to be able to act, you know what I mean? And I don't even think he's I think one day he'll be like epic, but I s I haven't seen him be like epic epic yet. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I don't I haven't either. I mean I will always like stand up for him. I don't like when people bully Timothy because he seems so precious and just like sweet. No,
1: I like him, but I think his red carpet fashion is just Yeah, no, no. I we can we can go
0: Who on has for got
1: worst red carpet fashion? Him or Harry Styles?
0: Ooh, I don't know, it's almost like it was him, but Harry Styles has just been, like, taking big strides towards trying to... It's almost like a, a challenge for him that he wants to...
1: Yeah.
0: Like, you know, he wants to outdo Timothy Chalamet when it comes to bad style because he has not been hitting... Although, he did look good at the Brits. Yeah. Like, he looked better.
1: I look fine. He looked... I think you could take a note out of Role Models' book, actually. Like, wearing yeah. the little vests and, like... You he know. did
0: try to do that for a little bit.
1: Yeah, it's a mess. It's a mess. Yeah. I'm not saying, like, obviously... I can't afford these garments that Harry Styles is like plucking out. But if I was in his position, I would be dressing better.
0: The thing is he's got the world
1: and I'd get a different at his stylist. feet.
0: Yeah. Like he's got everything going for him. Although sometimes his stylist, Harry, whatever his other name is, he's actually pretty good, but like, I don't know what's been going on lately. Or if he, maybe he has changed stylist because there was the time where he was doing a really good job. Who? Harry Styles. Like right, when he first yeah. started releasing music, solo music.
1: It's something about him trying to reveal his, like, not his chest, but there's something... It's almost like some, like, skimpy thing that he's trying to do, whereas, like, that's, like, his whole MO is, like, how can I show off... It's like he's trying to, like, show off cleavage as a man, which is like kind of interesting (laughs) because, you know what I mean? Like, men showing off cleavage isn't really a thing, you know? It's always just shirts off, which is, you know
0: i'm not really sure
1: that's some ultimate ally shit from him yeah i mean turn turn the stereotypes around but he's definitely like yeah he's like wearing skirts and like but like instead of wearing like like here's an example instead of wearing a tight unitard which like a leotard or whatever he's wearing you can show off that physique with like a tank top you know what i mean like a singlet you don't need to wear like a barely covering your nipples like leotard it just doesn't look it doesn't look harry Styles
0: is giving me like Borat energy with his style. Yes. It's, like, it's, like, very... Fuck, so <laughs> well, like, I like don't the green,
1: know... the green bikini.
0: Yeah, like, it's just <laughs> way too far.
1: The man... The, was it called Man Thong or something?
0: Yeah, like, it's just... bikini. Kind of, I don't know what he's trying to do right now, but it's not working. That's exactly
1: what it is. It's, yeah. like, the neo... The neon, like, fucking... Is that what it's called? Mankini? I
0: can't remember. You know when it goes up from yeah. the groin
1: and then it just... The two yeah. little straps are covering the nipples and that's what Harry's, like, constantly just covering his nipples and then showing off the rest. And I'm like, what is this? Like, I don't
0: know. It's some kind of like mating ritual or something like, like that. instead
1: of just the nipples, like maybe you could wear a full shirt and then open up the blouse a bit. No, but see that would be cool.
0: What's weirder is that he's doing the mankini like Borat look, but then like chucking on a, like a faux fur pink cropped coat or something on top. You know, it's like all so confusing. Yeah.
1: And... I, don't, I don't fully understand, but like we were saying, I think, you I see. you know what
0: as I'm saying it and as I'm imagining these most recent horrendous fits I would even say that these most recent horrendous fits Coachella onwards yeah because that was bad everything wore at Coachella was awful and I don't care what anyone has to say about it none of those outfits were good really tragic looks everything after that has been like pretty terrible and like I would say he's out terrible Timothy Chalamet because I feel like Timothy he's actually God. trying he is actually trying even though it's tragic. They both feel like...
1: butchering it though. He like yeah, Timothy's but whole like subverting the like the like femme aesthetic like him wearing almost like a dress or something is like I'm seeing other people wear dresses in way better ways. Like someone was wearing a dress or like a it was almost like a dress tuxedo thing at maybe the Golden Globes or something, and I was like, This looks really good.
0: Who is doing the androgynous clothing look better than timothy but in the same realm as maddie healy like Matty healy was wearing like nana dresses for a bit there yeah. but he was doing it with like little leg warmers and like boots and like a yeah. cardigan and i thought it was really cute and sweet and like yeah. that you can kind like of...
1: trace where it's almost like the kurt cobain yeah like sort of... i can
0: see where this is coming from and i think timothy's trying to do that harry like if you zoom into a photo of harry styles on any carpet on stage whatever when he's having to like not be performing there is a sadness in his eyes and it is giving me, I have no say, like, help me. Like, I have no say in what I'm wearing right now. And I have no say in, like, what is going on right now. And I'm just, like, kind of going with the motions. And that's the vibe. In a lot of ways, I'm worried for him. Like.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm, that's a bit much. But...
0: You know, I mean, not in the way that, like, not a lot of people like me when wards like this kind of way, but more like.
1: Oh, God, I'm actually looking at his outfits now. And I'm like, oh, no. Just like, more this, like. not like the Brits. Come
0: on. Yeah. Like it's just a little bit lost and a little bit confused. And I'm just like a little bit worried about him, but you know,
1: I don't doubt it's high, like couture. Like I know it's like all fashion and I'm, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: No, no. If there's It can be fashion and it can look bad. Just because not, you're making I, a statement I want, doesn't mean it looks good. I
1: want these people to take risks and I want them to subvert, you know, narratives and stuff, but I'm just looking at the Grammys fit again. And it's like, it looks like they've gone to like Madame Tussauds, like the ABBA collection and they've ripped out one of the like ABBA dresses and then they've gone, all right, you can wear this now.
0: Yeah. Like I said, it's like giving me escaped trapeze artist. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? It's like you put on the mood board Freddie Mercury and then they went and like ran down to the circus and like pulled one off the
1: rack. Oh God, there's some bad ones.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Look the pearl necklace thing, like fair enough. It actually like took off.
1: Like, this one's... Like, a,
0: the little vest looks rather like fine. This like
1: last year, and it's not good. But that one's fine. He just looks like he's stuck in an era that he's not... That's not even, like, part of his whole music. None of it makes sense, is my point. He's well, stuck in the Austin Powers, like, time...
0: Yeah, it's like, like he's, time he's, it's like he's trying to do Mick Jagger, and he's looking like Austin Powers, and that's what's going on. And this is very similar to, like, kind of that thing we were saying about the Gen Z kind of thing. It's almost like it's he's not getting enough time to be creative it's almost just like they're throwing things at him and he's just playing ball yeah i think about sometimes with styling artists like i've had to do this in the past for shoots a lot of the time i feel like artists are being pushed into looks based on what the mood board in like the team meeting is saying yeah and like no one's ever really asked them what do you like you know what i mean it's like
1: See, Lil Nas X completely pushes it.
0: Yeah, but it's also because you can tell that so much of it is in his own heart and soul, you know? Like, yeah. that's why when Tyler does his looks...
1: They're so good. They're
0: so good. And then everyone that tries to dress like Tyler just looks like a grandpa. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he adds a flair that, like, not everyone can pull off or you're trying to do it and it's like it just looks like you're trying to cosplay as Tyler. Full circle moment back to Pharrell. That's one thing that Pharrell does super well. It's like it doesn't look like Pharrell's trying to copy anyone. It just looks like Pharrell.
1: It looks like he's got you know it's like all creativity and he's like sat there and thought about you know and you can get help. You can get stylists to help you and you can get Sent but here's to you. the thing that people like... don't
0: understand about stylists: stylists can't save you. Like they're there to help guide you, and they're there to help you find your style and like amplify the things you're already doing, or that like you can't articulate. You've got the vision, but you don't know how to get the clothes, or you don't know how to put those things together. But they can't solve it for you. And like I said, I've been in a lot of rooms like this. I've had to do this with artists where they don't have any idea and they're just like, you do it. And it's like, yeah, but you're not going to pull it off. That's the thing. It's like, you've got to have the attitude to go with it. If I'm going to put you in this little pantsuit and you're like going to have a little hunchback and like feel like you're like melting and inverting Because you don't feel confident in it and you look miserable, then you're not pulling it off. I think that's what's going on with hairstyles.
1: Met Gala 2023. Let's see what he comes (laughs) through with. That's that's well, maybe
0: it'll be like a Pharrell curated time
1: look. That's the nick. That's Pharrell's moment. I think that's when he's going to pop out with the LV.
0: Yeah, I hope so. I can't wait. Anyways, we'll speak to you soon.